Hi, I'm Anthony Mindell, and you're listening to In the Moment, thoughts on acting, art, and life. This podcast shares lessons directly from our classrooms at AMAW Studios all over the world, offering insights into improving your acting and how to live your life more fully expressed and in the moment. I hope you enjoy. Well, here's the thing about failure. Let's just take that word out of it, because I think we are misappropriating our fear of failure is really a fear of success. And we think about it in terms of fear of failure, but think about this. No matter what your juncture is in life and where you are today, whether you realize it or not, you're probably going to have an aha moment now. Your life has been littered with failures up until now and will continue to be. Some gigantic, some small. Some hugely dramatic, some not so much. So actually, the failure part, whatever that means, is a part of the totality of not only who you are, but all of your successes. You've heard me talk about that before. But I just want you to understand that when you're in it, the actual doing of something is what, that's what it's all about, is staying in the doing. Because when you, after you're done, you may have the judgment of, oh God, that didn't go so well, or that could have been better, or I wish I wouldn't have done that. But you don't even see it in the long term of something as it being a failure. It's not, because you're actually doing it. You're actually activated in the doing, people. So what is this thing really about? The thing is really about the fear of success. Now, let me just say one thing about success, because when I'm talking about success, I want us to differentiate our cultural's meaning of success, which is, I'm sorry, that is stuck in the Mesozoic era. In like, you know, 100 years from now, people are going to look back at us and they're going to be like, what? So when I'm talking about success at one level, I'm not talking about the way our culture measures success. In other words, people, you are not going to be on your deathbed thinking, oh, God. I wish I had just booked one more guest starring role. Or, oh God, if I had just gotten more lines in that film. Or, I wish I had a bigger car. Or a a faster Lamborghini. Or a bigger house. Or why couldn't I have dated Brigitte Bajot when I was... You're not thinking in those terms. You're really going to be thinking in terms of, wow, why didn't I allow myself to love more and feel more and express more and give more and be more? Why can't I be more patient? Why wasn't I more generous? Why did I let things that really were only tiny minor speed bumps in my life become these gigantic things that now on my deathbed I don't even remember? So our culture is really weirdly oriented toward the physical outcome, the end result of what things look like. Now here, listen. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with having a big house or a a hot girlfriend or a Lamborghini. That's great, because actually that's where the internal meets the the external. So I want you to be out having all that. If you want Brigitte Bardot, you don't even know who she is, I don't know, I just read something about her. Some of them don't. If you want a hot girlfriend, that's great. But I'm, I'm wanting you to understand it. It's the internal meets external. It's not... The external of itself, there's nothing there. There is nothing there. There isn't anything there. It's an illusion. So, okay, well, what is this thing about success that's so scary to us? Well, it's just really not rocket science. People, think of success as it's like this field. It is a field in which you are meeting your projected ideals of who you are, the things that you know yourself to be, the spirit of who you are, possibility when you leave acting class and you're feeling like, ah, I can do anything, or you have had a really great audition, or you, you've had a great date, or you've, you've read something, a book, you've read something, nobody laughed about that, you, you've had an experience of something that's really lifted your spirit. 
So it's calling you toward what's possible, who you are, the spirit of who you are. So in this field, this projected ideal of what you know you can become meets what? It meets and conflicts the roles based on how you've identified yourself over a long period of time. Meaning, I'm suck, I'm not deserving, I'm not worthy, I'm talentless, I'm too this, I'm too fat, I'm too gay, I'm too whatever, right? So what happens is you have, it's a crisis of conflict between the projected ideal, the, 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 the calling of who you know yourself to be, and the identification with how you have known yourself to be for 10 years, or 15 years, or 30 years, or 20 years. That creates conflict. It really does. But what's interesting, it's, it's sort of like, you know, like those movies, they're all 3D now, those kind of movies where the hero goes out on those epic journeys, and then, you know, he's wanting to grasp the, the figurative ring and become his, the, the man and become, you know, step into his manhood, and then he has, like, warlocks or the sirens or Medusa calling him back, and if he looks at them, he's going to turn to stone. It's like that thing in our head is like the sirens calling you back. You're a loser. You suck. You don't deserve that. That's that part. And so what's interesting is jumping the chasm between the identification with that stuff, which is fiction, and the calling of, of course I deserve that. Of course I know myself to be that. Of course that's possible for me. So that's the first part. Just understanding it in those terms. That the, the moving toward what you're desiring is designed to bring up that identification so that you can break the model. So you can break the role. So you can let go of that thing that at some point served you, but is no longer a part of who you're wanting to become. The second part, which is what we're doing, what we're doing all this stuff, but the second part, which is the big thing in the work, is our success and our fear of success is also because it requires us to step into the dun-dun-dun, unknown, <laughs> unknown. But that's where... Everything is. But all quantum leaps require you to step into that unknown space. So that is why it's scary. So what success represents to us in our mind, in our picture, is it's all unknown. Who am I going to be? What's going to ask of me? What am I to become? What if I can't do it? All these things that can get triggered from this space. So people, the way to trumpet, well, you're all doing it. But the other way to trump it is you just got to get active. That's it. You just got to stay in the doing. Because the busier you get in the doing, and I'm not talking about just doing busy work. I'm just saying the less time you're spending here and the more time you're doing it, even if it doesn't work out, so it's quote unquote a failure, you'll begin to see it's actually not a failure at all. It's leading me toward success. And then you'll look back and you'll be like, well, this is really not that big of a deal. This is what success looks like. I thought it was this big, epic thing. No, not really. <laughs> it's just not. That's the myth of how it's perpetrated to us. It's not. It's not that. Success is... That's it. Right? So, I end with this. Give yourself the green light. Love that. Maybe you don't, but I like it. Give yourself the green light to go. 